0: He's involved in a number of businesses.
1: He's a great role model. Telling it like it is, giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis.
2: This is Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock, and we're here to report everything that's going on, or as much as we can. And this is a TriCast, on WABC uh, 770 in, in Midtown, and 9:70 uh, a.m., the answer in WLIR. And in the studio with us, we have Judge Richard Weinberg, a common sense uh, Democrat. And uh, we have Ed Cox, 10 years chairman of uh, the uh, New York State uh, Republican Party. Uh, so we have both sides. Also, the, the guy, along with John Faso, that, that won on redistricting to get the right deal done for all citizens. They are districts. Fair, fair and square. And my sidekick, Lydia Saroni, that keeps kicking me. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't do
0: anything, you know.
2: But, uh, you know, I'm starting to feel the hurt. Uh, Lydia, we have a great show.
0: Absolutely. We're going to be speaking with Paul Lunsis about the economy. It is a one wild ride. So hold on. We'll talk to Bert Flickinger. He's an inflation expert. Keep it right here to find out what else is going to be so And also,
2: out. Dr. Michalos is going to be talking about a possible universal cancer vaccine, possible.
0: And then we'll speak to uh, Sergeant uh, Joseph Jacalone. Exodus
2: of the Police Department of New York.
0: Absolutely. And and what now we have? We have Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly is a prolific author, a journalist, historian. And he has a show here, Monday through Friday, WABC Radio, 9 9 o'clock, 9 p.m., Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, his latest book, Killing the Killers, an excellent read. Bill O'Reilly, welcome back to Cats at Night.
2: Hey, guys. How you all doing today? Oh, I scratched my head. I mean, we all took a bath in the market today, if for sure. Uh, the market was down over 1,000 points at one point, but it closed down, uh, I don't know, about 875. But uh, the big question in Washington, I had an argument with one of our reporters today, I won't tell you who, that uh, 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 the person reported that uh, uh, the... Associated Press was reporting that Trump, possible indictment. I said, that's a lot of crap. I said, the, the, the Department of Justice, what did the Department of Justice ever say?
0: The Department of Justice investigated and found nothing cr- that he was criminally liable for. Now,
2: who do we want to believe? The Department of Justice or Nancy Pelosi? Well, it's not going
1: to be any indictment. Federal, you know, in New York, they're still trying anything they can to charge uh, Trump with a felony on business matters. I don't even think that's going to happen. Possible, though, uh, because even if they lose in New York, it doesn't hurt Letitia James, the attorney general. Whereby, if the Biden administration goes after Trump, that becomes a historical debacle. And already, Biden is collapsing. I mean, if you look at David Axelrod over the weekend, he was the top guy in the Obama campaign. He basically said, Democratic Party does not want Biden to run again. And that's strong stuff. And the Republican
2: Party, uh, there's certain people in the Republican Party don't want uh, uh, Trump to run again.
1: Yeah, it's about 50-50, I think, in the Republican Party. But Trump still controls the money in the party, and he also controls the primary situation because it would be very difficult for any contender to primary Donald Trump. So say DeSantis decides to take him on. Well, he's going to alienate half of the Republic Party voters, right? Because half of them will root for Trump, at least.
2: It looks like so, right now is a three-way race is Trump, Pompeo, and uh, DeSantis. And DeSantis no, has been, uh, has been no. moving on. Yes, go ahead.
1: Pompeo and DeSantis aren't going to run against Trump. There's no way on the planet they will. Because DeSantis is a young guy. He doesn't want to alienate 50% of the party, so he'll wait if Trump gets in. And Pompeo, no way on earth Pompeo's going to primary Donald Trump. They're buddies. Now, Pence might, but Pence would get steamrolled. He could never beat Trump. Agreed. So it's the, the nomination will go to Trump unless there's something unforeseen. Yeah, yeah. In the Bill, uh, there's one person who can beat Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald, exactly. Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, all right. We all know that, and um, but we're talking about the general election, not not the primary system. Yeah. So yeah. I expect Trump, and he's raised more than a hundred million already. So why is he raising a hundred million? Um, he's raising it to run. I expect him to run, and then he has to square off against an unknown Democrat with the the party in disarray. The Democratic Party's in disarray. I don't know if people understand that. Um, It it is a debacle financially. The economy is hurting every single American. The open border leading to deaths, overdose deaths that we've never seen. Social justice has ruined criminal justice. Uh, Climate change has ruined the American uh, economy and spurred inflation. I mean, what what on earth would the Democrats run again? What would they run on? They've done nothing. To improve this nation. In fact, Tax revenues are the highest level in the history of this country. And Biden wants to then raise them again. This is just insanity. This isn't bad policy. This is insane policy. So Trump's sitting back there and he's watching all this. You're absolutely correct. If, if he wanted to be, I don't know if he really wants to be president again, but if he did, he'd stop the election stuff right away. And look to the future and just run on his economic record. That's what he would do, but he's not doing it.
2: Now, uh, it doesn't seem like it's been a fair and square uh thing at at the January sixth hearings. Uh no. some people have some people have called for some some cross examination. Uh, no, how how do we God. get, get cross examination? That's, that's not fair and balanced.
0: Well, they, oh, they had over 20 million.
2: Sorry. They had over 20 million viewers, seven percent of the well, American they were people. All drunk. <laughs> Every one of them was intoxicated. We've done a study. Yeah. Um,
1: Certified. Look, the usual uh, viewership for a State of the Union address, for example, is about 40 million. For a yeah. presidential debate, it's about 80 million. Uh, 132 million homes in America, 97% of television, and all you can rustle up is 20 million? Uh, that's not a real big showing. And again, 90% of the 20 million were ha- Trump haters, and they just want to hate them. And it's fun to hate them, so I'm going to watch people hating them. That's what it's all about.
3: Yep. Yeah. Bill, it's Richard Weinberg. It was another irresponsible hearing It's led by Schiff and uh, and Raskin and they make these accusations that this is indictable, that's not the role of the legislative branch of government to, to make that.
2: And why did the Associated Press pick it, up, pick it up like that?
0: Well, that's because what, that's what they're saying. So they're just reporting what Schiff is saying and what... Uh... But then
2: people look at it, and they, they think it's legitimate, and it's a lot of crap. Right. There's no evidence well, I... to
3: support it, it's not their role. Other than that, it's just perfect.
1: Yeah, Trump will ride this out. Liz Cheney will lose her job in Wyoming. That's a given. CNN will sign her as a contributor. That's a given.
2: Oh, we're well, having- we're losing her. Maybe we'll call you, call us back or we'll call you back.
0: Well, that's, uh, you know. So in the meantime, before we get him back on, are you surprised to see that the hit on Kavanaugh, the attempt on his life was completely ignored over the weekend. Not a single Sunday show mentioned it. The story is ignored. And AOC and Pelosi, they're still blocking security members from well, the Supreme Court justices. You, and they're marching I'm, as we speak right okay. now outside their house. I will
3: tell you, I'm getting calls from friends of mine who are federal judges saying they're absolutely outraged that the House representatives under Pelosi have not bill, moved the bills coming from the Senate with respect to protection of the Supreme Court justices as well as uh, the lower court federal
2: judges. I repeat that to Bill.
0: uh, Bill O'Reilly, we were just talking about, are you surprised to see that the uh, mainstream media outlets completely ignored the assassination attempt on Kavanaugh? And right now, as we speak, there's still people protesting outside of Amy Comey Barrett's home and Justice Kavanaugh's home, and Biden has yet to condemn it.
1: Yeah, Biden doesn't even know what's happening. I mean, you know, if you look at Biden's schedule today, he shows up at the White House about 1230. He takes four-day weekends. I don't know if anybody noticed, but I do his schedule on the No Spin News, which runs on uh, WABC at 9 p.m. every day. Biden had nothing on his schedule today. He left Rehoboth about 1115. He waltzes in. He has lunch. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't know what's going on. But here's the thing. It's Pelosi that's stopping this. That's Um, correct. You know, she's stopping any legislation that would be drawn up by the House that would prohibit people from uh, demonstrating outside the homes of public officials. So Pelosi is doing it. Um, everybody knows it. When this comes down, which is either going to be next week or the week after, that's going to throw abortion back to the states. And that will happen, I I think. Um Then you're going to get into a real danger zone. Then you're going to get the loons who, you know, I don't think they're going to break through because the marshal's presence is still very heavy in front of the Supreme Court homes. U.S. Marshals are there in in big numbers. But, you know, you would think that a a politician like Nancy Pelosi would anticipate that the violence is going to be up and pass this, uh, you know, introduce this thing for a vote, but she doesn't. So, again, um, this is what's happening. That's the truth. No two sides of the story. And it just reflects very poorly on the Democratic Party.
3: And there was a lead editorial on today's Wall Street Journal bill saying, God forbid, there would be a, an assassination of a justice in the Supreme Court of the United States. It would be one of the most divisive things to happen in the history of our country.
1: Uh, it's almost unspeakable that that would happen. And then Biden would get to a point. A liberal judge and you know you can just imagine so you know this thing is uh the whole country right now is a volcano uh there's a social civil war an incompetent president a former president that is hated uh in many precincts it's a it's a real volcano in america and now the economy is going to go into recession it's going to absolutely happen And working people are falling further and further behind. And we still have two and a half years of Joe Biden. Now, it's possible that he may not make it in a sense that he would resign for health reasons. I'm hearing that's what some in the Democratic Party want him to do. Because they know the longer he stays in office, the worse it's going to be for the country.
3: you take any solace in that? the vice president of the United States, presently uh, situated as the the new president?
1: Well, she'd be a caregiver, certainly not um, anyone who could defeat a viable Republican candidate for the presidency. Her numbers are lower than Biden's. And I don't know what is what the problem is with uh, Vice President Harris, but she seems to be very detached from reality, not like Biden. It's, It's not the same thing. But she doesn't seem to understand the essential problems in the country and very inarticulate, can't make a point, has no real passion. So she could sit there for a couple of years. She wouldn't. She would be more effective than by themselves, but the country wouldn't improve, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I agree 100 uh, percent. She doesn't have a clue what's going on. Uh, We have a minute left before uh, going on. Anything else you want to say, Bill O'Reilly? Well, my
1: monologue at 9 o'clock tonight is about the NYPD, and and they're 2,000 down from 2019 with a surging violent crime rate.
2: And we're going to be talking to somebody, uh, listen to us uh, in about 10 minutes, that's going to talk about the exodus of the New York Police Department.
1: And I make it personal because my grandfather was NYPD, and signed on after World War One, and back then it was a very prestigious job. Today, cops are abused, and particularly in New York City, and that's why it's hard to recruit good people. And way underpaid, Bill. And nobody. To you know the what's suburbs. worse.
2: What's worse is underrespected. Nobody's watching their back. They feel right. that uh, you know they'll lose their pension, they'll lose their mortgage, they'll lose their life. Exactly. Bill O'Reilly, I'll be listening in between 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock on WABCradio.com and 77 WABC on iPhones and 770 on your AM dial. Thank you so much. All
1: right, John. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye.